Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. What if I told you that back in 1982-83, I used to have a little Bee Gees in the house, and that's what I warmed up to, to get ready prior to a game, staying alive. You know, I admit to it. I mean, it's tough to get that pitch and the voice. Have you ever tried to mimic Brendan, have you you know? I mean, it's that's a tough vocal range to get there, man. Oh, it is. You got to be in the uh, comfort and sanctitude of your own vehicle or or the shower. Right, and yeah, nobody needs to hear that. So, welcome back, everybody. It is one thirty-five at Edmonton. This is Oilers now. We're going to tell you that Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over fifty years. For a menu and a list of their fifteen Edmonton and area locations, go online at RoyalPizza.ca. They've also got uh, four locations now in Calgary. You can download the Royal Pizza app at the App Store. The Stoffer recommendations, the Mediterranean chicken. And we will also tell you all season long, the Oilers Now lineup report was brought to you on game days by Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home, sold today, edmonton.ca. Uh, we're just waiting to negotiate contact with John Shannon. That's going to occur in a couple moments' time. But not before we do this. Brendan, I asked uh, Jay Woodcroft a question today about getting a chance to uh, to work uh, with the team right from the start of the season. And I said, you know, in football, the good programs, uh, they have a base offense that's put in effect, and then they add to the offense as the season goes on. And I said, given how the NHL worked and the way you came in halfway through the year and you played like 38 games in like 77 days and then playoffs and guys were injured, how beneficial would more time be, assuming, of course, you're back as head coach? Here is Jay Woodcroft's response. Yeah, I mean, that's a very good question, too, because if I look at... Uh, one of the challenges that we faced as a team from February 11th on was our, was uh, the schedule and lack of practice time uh, to be able to implement some things you might want to implement. And that's why, you know, I would walk in here and you guys would roll your eyes when I would say, oh, we're concentrating on one thing or the lead domino and this is what we're doing and this is what... It's because uh, it's hard in that situation to give, give the buckshot theory of this, 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 this... And this um, you have to be very focused and specific in what you wanted to achieve understanding the schedule understanding a lack of practice time I think training camps are where you begin to lay a foundation um, it's where you're able to make um, system adjustments um, it's where uh, you're able to um, set yourselves up to compete because you're able to compete 
with each other in training camp so that you can compete for each other as the season goes on. There we go. Uh, that is Jay Woodcroft. I got to remember how to use this board over here, Brendan. It's been a while. All right, you can text us uh, at any time uh, at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. So, Bob, I've only been able to catch up here and there for the last couple of days just because of work stuff. But I can tell you this right now: that any person that calls themselves an Oilers fan, if they're disgusted about this year, they just don't even know the game. Uh, we says this texter won the Battle of Alberta. Uh, and we had lost uh, the Battle of Alberta. I would have understood a lot more people being grumpy. Uh, Calgary was a team that made me nervous uh, 100%. But in saying that, we got to the conference finals. And I'll repeat it again. No Oilers fan should be disappointed in this year, uh, especially with two of their top three players as injured as badly as they were, plus the other nicks and bruises that affected players along the way. So there you go. That is one of the perspect- uh, perspectives out there. Again, you can text us at any time. It's 780-496-0063. Fraser says, Bob, I couldn't agree with that statement more. So there you have it. Is he he referring to uh, the the sentiment of the fans, that if you're a fan, it it is the way it is? Have we got John on uh, line seven, or are you still trying to negotiate contract? He's uh, had a very good ratio in terms of... uh, uh, in, in terms of communicating with us. So normally we don't have this problem. Uh, 780-496-0063. Uh, this text comes in out of Edmonton saying, my biggest fear with Ken Holland is he doesn't recognize how important these next four seasons are for the franchise and its future in Edmonton. Well, time will... I mean, Ken Holland's got two years left in his deal. I think he's well aware of the times now to improve the team. All right, uh, we are going to hook up on the ISDN line, uh, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling, our NHL insiders, John Shannon. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. John, how you doing? I'm well, Bob. How are you? Uh, not bad. Not a, a rare in-studio, per, uh, uh, you know, destination point for me today, so I'm quite in good mood. All right, uh, <laughs> So it comes to an end on Friday night. Uh, how would you assess the season that was for the Edmonton Oilers? Sorry, on Monday night. Monday? Well, I'll tell you what. If every playoff game uh, in the National Hockey League uh, were like a Monday night's game, uh, we would be talking about Super Bowl numbers. <laughs> We'd be talking about uh, a great It was so entertaining so up and down games one and four of this series were truly uh what i think everybody expected out of the series um and you know i think that there's lessons to be learned for the edmonton oilers on uh what to do what to clamp down on i think every player coming out of that game understands now uh, the price you have to pay to win the stanley cup uh, how do you think, and you've got your sources plugged into uh, Oilers senior management, how do you think uh, they're, you know, they're assessing things carrying forward, maybe with the performance of what the management and coaching staff did? Well, when you consider that, uh, and Dave Manson arrived on the scene, this team was out of the playoffs, uh, and then the uh, the the style of hockey, the type of hockey that this team played with Jay as the head coach and Dave Manson running the defense. I mean, to me, this is an inevitability that Jay Woodcroft is back and 
uh, is the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. But uh, as both Jay and Kenny have said in the last 24 hours, uh, we'll just have to wait and see when they meet next week. Yeah. Yeah. there's there's a lot to work on here. The Oilers have been understaffed in some areas as well, John. As you know, they haven't had a full-time Ontario and Quebec League scout. Do you envision them maybe now that we're back up and running and had a three-run, uh, three-round uh, playoff run that maybe uh, they'll start fueling up some of those spots on on the management side of the organization as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think that there's the one thing I would say is. Let's face it, this is the first time in three years that there's a comfort factor that we're back to normal. Yep. Uh, and, you know, I, I in, in many ways, uh, as difficult as, as it has been, you know, perhaps Kenny Holland now is at the point after his first year and then these next two years, this, we're at a point where Kenny's comfortable in doing exactly what he needs to do. Um, and that's not to say, and he'll sit there, what do you mean? I'm always comfortable at what I'm doing. But, uh, but things take time to put in place. T- things take time to learn who you, who you deal with and who you can work with, uh, and, and how, and how to build uh, a hockey operations group. Uh, he's, you know, and, and particularly when you're with one organization for as long as he was, uh, I, I think, uh, building a new one, uh, is is always a challenge, and the the roller coaster that what has been the last three and a half years for not just the Oilers but the NHL. Um, I, I think we'll, we will see a, a few more uh, foundation play, uh, people put back into place uh, that will allow the Oilers to to be that much more efficient. John, uh, yesterday the last player to speak was Mike Smith. We are going to play you the audio cut right now, and he says. It's hard to look ahead. To look ahead now after you just get ousted out of the conference finals, it's it's hard to see where you're going to be in the next two days, let alone four months from now. So I think there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, things to deal with mentally and physically, and that doesn't have to be decided in the next three minutes. There you go. Uh, we're going to bring John back in here. John, uh, where do you think we're at here with Mike Smith? I mean, he was pretty emotional after the loss. Sometimes I've seen that in the past. Uh, not so much I, I, Not so much in the 2017 series in Game 7 against Anaheim. Uh, I think a lot of us, I, I don't recall anybody at that time, you know, maybe being 40 and on the precipice of looking at retiring, but maybe more so even all the way back to my U of A days in the late 80s and early 90s and again from, you know, late 90s into the mid-2000s, just the finality of the career. Like, you sometimes see emotion like that. What do you think's going on with Mike Smith? And do you think there's a possibility he may not be back next season? He's under contract. Well, um, I was going to say, I, I don't know anybody that would walk away from $2.5 million. Well, you could. Um, You've got enough money. You could do that. I, I, I wasn't playing for the Stanley Cup. Um, the, the one thing I, I, I was, the one thing I was, the one thing I read into what Mike said there was, and, and you, you have, you have the knowledge and the uh, the contacts of enough guys that have played in this league for a long time, Bob, and they never get a sniff. They never get a chance to play yeah. for the cup, um, and it's something they've dreamt of since they were four. So for 36 years, Mike Smith has dreamt about winning the Stanley Cup, about putting his name on the Stanley Cup. And 
at the age of 40, for just the second time in his career, he gets to the third round and can see the Stanley Cup final from, from where he's sitting. Can see they're four games away from the final, eight games away from the cup. And that's, that to me is the emotion I'm hearing from Mike Smith. Uh, less to do with the career, less to do with the contract, more to do with the competitive nature of what this guy wanted to do and, and, and wanted his name etched on that trophy. That's what, that's what I heard there. I, I, I didn't hear about, well, I, you know, my career may be over. I heard a player saying, holy smokes, I may not be, I may not be back here again. You know, we, uh, just as, as a quick aside, and it just occurred to me, when I was running Hockey Night, I commissioned a song uh, from a writer and a singer here in Toronto, and we ran it for two or three years as our theme song, kind of like as CBS did with basketball. Uh, and, and the name of the song was The Chance because the chance may never come again and that's what every player worries about it's you get this far you don't win and you may not be back you may not get another chance to win the stanley cup and that's what drives players how many times have we heard, yeah, I, w I was in the Stanley Cup final in my first year, or I won the Stanley Cup in my, in my first year, and I've never been back. I thought it was easy. It's not easy, and the, the veteran players know how difficult it is. And, and as you get older with your body and your mind, it gets even that much tougher. And I think that's what I heard from Mike Smith in that, in that clip. Our NHL insider John Shannon joins us twice a week in orders now, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. All right, John, the orders are out. Uh, I know Pete Blackburn does a does a podcast for Bally with uh, uh, Frank Cervelli, who's a, a real plugged-in guy as well. And, and Pete talked about the fact that the Oilers were the most entertaining team to watch in the playoffs. They will be missed. Uh, you work on you know forever on the television side of things. I'm sure you concur you can't argue with the entertainment that the orders brought throughout the course of the three rounds never not not one bit uh, and and what we did see uh, bob was that we you know and this is always something that's a huge concern uh, for the nhl when you have seven teams in canada and and 25 in the united states is who will who will draw from the Canadian teams in the United States. Well, you know what, to, to one extent the Maple Leafs do. To another extent, Montreal does because of its history. But the Edmonton Oilers are the number one draw in of the Canadian teams in the United States. The ratings have proved that there wasn't a, a, a real problem when Colorado or Los Angeles played against the, the Edmonton Oilers from a ratings perspective. The Battle of Alberta posted well for ESPN. The, the, you know, both networks, TNT and ESPN, did a marvelous job of promoting Edmonton and promoting the stars in Edmonton. Uh, and this is where this is where the recognition factor for Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl has really gone through the roof on the continent, not not just in Canada, but uh, in Canada and the United States. Um, so that, to me, uh, as from an entertainment factor, that's where the Oilers stand. They are the they are the most entertaining team. They have the most entertaining players, and yes, they will be missed. John, awesome stuff. Thank you for joining us here in Oilers Now. Thank you for joining us here in Oilers Now. 
Did you have to wear a name tag at, at, at the station? Yeah, they, they didn't. Well, come, yeah, no, I think I, I, most people were like, geez, did you have to come back in? Yeah, yeah, that was, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I often hear that. Thanks, John. Thanks for the love. <laughs> yep, yeah, right on. 150 in Edmonton will wrap up. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With any, uh, this day in Oilers history, and maybe a quick clip from Zach Hyman as well. You're listening to Oilers now at 150. I thought it was going to be a good fit when I, when I decided to come here, but it's been kind of everything and more, and just honestly one of the best decisions I've made in my life to come here and play with these guys, and everybody just been so welcoming, the city, talked about the fans a little bit, and, and the players, and you know, making not just me feel comfortable, but my family feel comfortable, my wife, my son, and um, just really happy to be here for a long time. That is Zach Hyman. All he did was score 38 goals in the regular seasonal playoffs for the Edmonton Oilers. 27 and 27, 54 points in the regular season, 11 more goals in the playoffs. Great signing. All right, we go to uh, this day in Oilers history presented by New West Travel. This October, you can travel on a private WestJet charter to fly uh, to Cabot Links in Nova Scotia for a five-day golf event, the number 10 golf course in the world. Details at newwesttravel.com. We're going to go back to 1983. The draft was on this day in 1983. Holy cow. Uh, pretty hard to believe. Uh, the Oilers take Jeff Bukaboom, 19th overall, out of the Sioux Greyhounds program. And as a Tikkanen, uh, 80th overall out of Finland. Bukaboom played parts of six seasons with Edmonton between 1986 and 92 before being traded to New York. Tikkanen joined him on the Rangers in a trade actually two years later. Obviously, uh, Tikkanen, you know, a huge finished up uh, Wayne Gretzky's time in Edmonton on a line with Yari Curry and then was mammoth in the 91 playoffs for the Oilers. Bukaboom in that 91 playoffs paired with T- uh, Steve Smith. They were the Twin Towers and and that was old school rock'em sock'em hockey. All right, tonight, Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports, and here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, he does. You'll hear more comments from Ken Holland and Jay Woodcroft, as well as NHL Hockey on Rogers analyst Kelly Rudy and Oil Kings play-by-play voice Andrew Peart checking in. Tomorrow, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel and for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication solar. Uh, future NHL executive, current ESPN and NHL Network, Kevin Weeks. Special thanks today to our live guests on today's show, Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, David Staples, Kelta Hockey, John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. 
Next time I have to wear suits when the orders make it official with Jay Woodcroft. <laughs> Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Hey, Brendan Escott, it was great seeing you. We'll have Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3 today, and then the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jayla and I from 3 to 6. Back at you at noon tomorrow. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.